Thomas? Michael. Happy Halloween, buddy. You're looking good today. It's the scary day. The day of ghost goblins and Michael Lacing. What is that mask you're wearing? Oh, no, that's not a mask, is it? Oh, no. You didn't shave. Even scarier. Or shower. Right. I got two quick tips today before we get started about Halloween. Now, if you're at that age where, you know, your little kids are out there coming, Here's what you want to do, Thomas. I found this really works. When someone comes to the door, there's little kids come to the door, they really appreciate topical banter. Have you found that? And that's why we're here, right? <laughs> so we open the door and Tom and Mike entertain you. Now right. that is scary. Trick and- or treat. You decide, John Q and Mary M radio <laughs> audience. All right. And if someone comes to your house in a mask and they're taller than you, they're not trick or treating. They're coming to rob your ass. <laughs> right, buddy? <laughs> You know, right. I'm going to stick with the radio theme this year. I'm going to go with Sean Hannity. There you go. Tom and Mike. Now, Thomas, you're a big sports fan. I remember when you spent some time in Cleveland, you had, what do you call t- it when you have ticket, season tickets to all the losing teams? No, but yeah, but you had partial plans for both the Indians. Yeah, and, I never get a whole season. Right. For the, I'm the, half committed. Right. You know. <laughs> right. But you had partial plans for both the Indians and the Cavaliers, right? Correct. Now, did you ever have one of those days where the Indians played in the daytime and the Cavaliers played at night and you went to both games? Yes. Well, my friend, that's pretty good. This Sunday, two guys in L.A. did something that was never been done before because it probably never happened before. L.A. had five professional sports teams all playing at home on Sunday. And these two guys went to the World Series of the Dodgers. They went to the Rams game. They went to the Kings hockey game. They went to the Galaxy professional soccer game, and they went to the Clippers basketball team all in one day. Now, you know, L.A. has two football teams now. Well, the the other team wasn't playing. Yeah, they'd have to be on the road, right? Right. But so they saw all five. This is a little bit of a, you know, it sounds like a radio bit, right? Because they didn't see all the games. They went for like two innings of the game of the World Series, and they went, you know what I'm saying? Right. What do you think the tickets for those all came to? blank amount of dollars. I'm going to spitball here and say, I'm not going to say each, right. but I'm just saying the bottom line total for all those tickets, just two people, Right. I'm going to say $13,000. Oh, buddy, you are way off. Really? Yes, yeah, $1,400. Seriously? Yeah. They got World Series. So they must have been season well, ticket holders for the Dodgers. Well, one of the guys, I don't know what the other guy did, but one of the guys worked for the city of Los Angeles Tourist Department. So maybe oh. he was connected. I see. But uh, some of those World Series tickets go for not just thousands, but hundreds of thousands. I mean, it's insane. Right. But that's a bit, isn't it? They didn't stay at each of the games. They just went there. It sounds like a bargain to me. (laughs) You know why I couldn't have done that, Thomas? I wouldn't know where I parked my damn car each time. Yeah, exactly. And where did I put my keys? Right. And they must have been a glutton for punishment. Not the teams are losing so bad, but because of that traffic going from place to place. Wow. Yeah. And that's a good reason to Uber right there, right? Right. But you got to feel bad for the Dodgers. Twice now, they've lost the World Series at home. But at least the Dodger fans were able to see championships celebrated in their stadium, right? Correct. Tom and Mike. I think you told me you and Karen once took a cruise. That's right. Did you like it? Well, on the theory that you have to do everything once. (laughs) In life. Yeah, we did the cruise, and no, I did not like it. And does anything really good happen on a cruise? Not really. You well, just here's, here's why go, I bring this. You know, sailing in the water. Here's why I bring this up. A Mormon couple, 
I don't know why they said that had to be in part of the article, but they took a cruise from Florida. It was called the Carnival Fantasy. And they were shocked, Thomas, shocked when they were in their room one night looking around. And guess what they saw? No clue. A video recorder in the ceiling. Seriously? Yeah, baby. (laughs) The company, of course, is being very defensive about this, the Carnival line. And they said that... Here's what their excuse was. It wasn't connected to any electrical source. You buying that? No, absolutely not. There's no. electricity on the ship. Why <laughs> wouldn't it be connected? It's kind of uh, like, you know, when that plane was shot down in Shanksville. Right. You know, we sent bombers, but Cheney said those bombers didn't have any bombs on them. Right. Didn't have any missiles. Right. Yeah, I'm not believing that. So. Yeah. No electricity. It's the no electricity scam. You know what they say? Anything goes on the high seas, right? Who said that? I think that was Blackbeard, the pirate. Uh huh. I don't like cruise ships. I don't. I think that's a, they're they're floating diseases because of all the whatever happens on those things. Everybody gets germs and stuff. But this one woman loved taking cruises with her husband. Did I ever tell you this story? No, but for sure, one thing you definitely want to take on a cruise. Just a tip: <laughs> lots of Purell. Right. You got that, buddy. So this woman loved to travel with her husband. She was an elderly woman. He died. They had no children. And she loved traveling so much. You know what she did? She sold her apartment or her home. I can't remember what what it was. And she bought a room on a cruise ship. So she travels the world on a cruise ship. That's her home. Gets three squares a day. Gets to meet people. Don't you think it's fabulous? No. That sounds terrible. (laughs) It does? But here's the thing. It's kind of like... Being on an airplane all the time, yeah. You're consuming all those toxins, all those germs. You probably have all those antibodies built up where, you know, you're impervious to any kind of disease. Right. I'd love to meet that woman and just talk to her. I think she'd be fascinating to talk to. She's probably seen some things on those She's seen the world, that's for sure. She has, buddy. Tom and Mike. The Jacksonville Jaguars went over to play the Eagles in Wembley Stadium as part of that NFL experience. They played Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, London time. But Friday night, wee hours of Saturday morning, like four in the morning, four of the players went to some strip club, right? What players? Which ones? Four. There are four. All of them were defensive backs. Three of them were starters. For the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, for for the Jags. Right. So they're at this strip club, burlesque club, whatever. And they run up a tab of $57,000. Whoa. They get the bill. And what do they do, Thomas, like good NFL players? They walk. They baby. They try and walk. Security stops them. The police are called. And it turns into a whole international incident. So they ended up paying, right? Well, I guess they did. Or somebody took care of it. But uh, boy, if I got that t- that tab, How I would have spent $57,000. Well, here's the scoop. They were getting bottles of $450 bottles of champagne at one after the other. And their argument was that they weren't ordering them. They thought they were being comped. And here's four guys that nobody in England knows who the hell they are. Who do they think they are getting comped? They're not very bright, are they, Thomas? So what's the uh, end all? Well, the end all is somebody takes care of it and that's that. Yeah, but it just it's you know it's nice to see the NFL players give Londoners the full NFL experience, right? And if I had gotten that tab, that's when I would have gone to my knee, right? <laughs> 57. How could you drink that much? That's a really good question. I mean, do the math. $450. Each guy, I did yeah. it. I did the math. Each guy, the forum put about $17,000. So That's- between the strippers and the champagne. <laughs> I guess why they like to call that liquid gold, huh? Yeah. What's the most expensive bottle you've ever had? Of wine? Or anything. Liquor. 
Well, it would be wine, probably about $350. Wow. And you finished it one night between two of you? Actually, that particular bottle was on my birthday, and it was uh, shared between family. Right. So that'd be a total of five. Right. So how much is that a sip? (laughs) (laughs) In fairness to these players, you know, they were in a foreign country, and maybe they looked at the menus and they couldn't understand it, right? Right. Except they're in England. Tom and Mike. Now, Thomas, when you were in grade school, do you remember having a really any mean teachers? Oh, yeah. Do you really? Can you remember them? My first grade teacher. You know, what made him mean? Her name was Mrs. McNair. Right. And she, paddled she was your ass? very strict. No, she was never physical, but she was very intimidating. Right. How about you? I was a terrible student, but mostly were pretty good. They were just trying to get me to be more motivated, which I never was. But anyway, the reason I bring this up, Chicago Area School District are having a little bit of controversy because they hired a teacher who's waiting trial for attempted murder. <laughs> Why in the world would they do that? <sighs> I don't know. Well, now that, that the two administrators are looking for work that hired them. But this guy was accused of being in a rose rage accident, getting out of his car and pumping seven bullets point blank into the other guy. He didn't die. So let's hope he doesn't be hired to teach marksmanship. Right, pal? (laughs) Right. But, you know, come on. What's going on here? How would you hire a guy like that? Don't you have to have resumes and stuff? Work release program? (laughs) Maybe Maybe because in Chicago, you can get away with stuff like that because cops have a little problem shooting people. Maybe they figure if cops don't get arrested, maybe we can hire a couple of teachers that way. There you go. It takes and, a good teacher and to let's defend face it. a good what, student How many teachers? with a good gun. <laughs> and let's face it, there's probably a lot of teachers in Chicago that have wanted to kill a student, right? That's right. Not anybody that we would know. Tom and Mike. You and Karen don't like to travel the world, do you? No. But if people out there listening to us are thinking about traveling the world, there's one country that I want to tell these people you don't want to go to whenever you hear the word spoken to you. Just relax and take a deep breath. You know what country that is? Let me think about that for a second. <laughs> it's got to be a country with a lot of pollution. Right? Yeah, baby. Would that be China? No, you're close. The World Health Organization just did a study, and they listed the 12 most polluted cities in the world. And this country, Thomas, had 11 of them. India. Wow. Think about that. 11 of the 12 most polluted countries are from one country. And the reasons are kind of crazy. First of all, they got a million they got, I'm sorry, 1.6 billion people. So we've got 330 million. So quadruple us, and maybe we'd have some problems too. So that's one of the problems. Two, they have no regulations. For all those people that are happy that we don't have any regulations anymore, they have no regulations. So everybody can just burn and do everything they want. Three, the people over there, whenever their crops are done for the season, they burn off the top of the soil to start it again, and which is very dangerous. Not dangerous, but it's dangerous to the pollution. And this is a crazy one. They also have all these festivals, these Hindu festivals, whatever, and they have thousands and thousands of these festivals, and they all use firecrackers, hundreds and thousands of firecrackers, and that smoke goes up in the air. I thought it was crazy, but it's true, Thomas. So then, the firecrackers contribute to that? Yes, they do. And finally... <laughs> Thomas, I know I'm never going to this country, and I'm sure you haven't. They also, get ready for this, pal, a lot of people in that world, part of the world, they poop in the street. No. Yes, they do. It's kind of like New Orleans on steroids, right? (laughs) No, it's nothing like that. I love that city, New Orleans. But all those things add to that. But, uh, man, 
That is wild, isn't it? They don't it? have bathrooms over there? No, they do, but there's some really bad slum areas. And if you've talked to anybody that's ever gone to India, they do have people defecating right on the side oh of the street. Oh, my gosh. So you're walking down the sidewalk and somebody just drops trowel right there? I'm guessing they don't have too many cafes in that area. No. Outdoor, <laughs> Outdoor cafes. <laughs> right. Man, so people are told in that country. I'm not going to have nightmares tonight. You know <laughs> well, that. you're not going to India. Okay, Karen, guess what we're doing? We're going to New Delhi. And we're not going to have the Delhi either. And people are told not to jog in the early morning or at sunset and also to wear a mask. How about that, pal? A mask? Yeah. Even when it's not Halloween? Even when it's not. Did they celebrate Halloween over in India? <laughs> I don't think so. I guess this is one way to solve their population problem, isn't it? Yeah, because, you know, I would imagine the lifespan there is quite short. You know what they call New Delhi? What? The gas chamber. The gas chamber. How about that for a name of a city? Is that really their name? Yeah. You know, you know I thought Cleveland had a bad reputation. <laughs> well, you and that Cleveland, you love that Cleveland, don't you? I do. I do too, pal. Tom and Mike. You're Mr. Movie Man, right? I am. So you're going to have to explain to me and see if you can answer this question. I have the answer. Well, not the real answer, but what they think. This past October, which ends today, it broke a record. For so many box office movies doing well, they turned in domestically $770 million across the country. Now, why do you think that was? Halloween? Well, there's a lot of scary movies that come out in October. and That's right. People don't typically go to the movies a lot in the fall. I would imagine a lot of those horror flicks do quite well, right? You're right, buddy. There was four main movies they point to. Something called Venom. I don't know. Do you know what that's yeah. about? Uh-huh. The Star is Born. Yeah, that's scary. Halloween and something called Suspiria. It was a 1977 dance cult horror movie that they redid, and that was part of it. Yeah, three of those films are horror movies. Yeah, I kind of figured that was the deal. And there were some other ones that weren't weren't as popular, but still something called Hunter Killer, Goosebump 2, whatever the hell that is, and Can You Forgive Me? And uh, why do people love to be scared? Not my wife. We talked about that yesterday when I told her I was going to talk about this. If you love to be scared, that's why a certain political party is your party. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe now you'll start seeing the movie studios looking at this and start doing a formula. We might be all horror all 12 months of the year like it is right now. No, I think it only flies in October, you know, the Halloween season, right? Right. I do want to see Halloween. Maybe that'd be the flick to see on Halloween, right? Yeah. Maybe after we get off the air today. You know, they just had a cover story in the Parade Magazine a couple weeks ago about Jamie Lee Curtis. Boy, she's aged pretty well. They had her a nice short haircut with white hair. Yeah, she looks good. Although I hear, because my kids have seen Halloween, I hear she looks quite aged and old in this uh, Halloween oh, in the, oh, okay. Well, maybe she's meant to be that way. Of course. Some moviegoers are saying that they can't sleep for days after seeing the new Halloween, right? Right. You know how they can fix that, Thomas? How? By go seeing the movie The First Man. First Man. You know, see, you don't even know about it. You're a movie Of course, guy. I've seen it. Wasn't that kind of slow? It was slow, but it was good. It was, uh, it was really good. Ryan Reynolds. Claire Foy. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good movie. It is slow, but it's, it's a good movie. You know, just so, because a film is slow doesn't mean... Although I, I, my thought is because of all of our devices and our attention span being so diminished nowadays that I th- have a theory that 100% of the population, if you're not ADD yet, you're going to be, right, at right. some point in time. You've got so much information coming at you. 
from so many angles. How could you not be ADD? Or scared, like this caravan that's now carrying leprosy and smallpox. That's just a bold-faced lie. Isn't that something? That's crazy. I can't believe people are believing this stuff. Well, I see. how long has smallpox been eradicated? Yeah, for a long time, like, and so same with leprosy. At least fifty years, right? And what gets me longer is longer than al- that. They allow this certain station allows people to come on and spew this stuff. You know, you talk about fake news. That's the ultimate in fake news, oh, right buddy. You know what we say when we get to this point? Because What's, there's nothing we can do about it except vote. Go vote. That's right. Cast pal. your voice. Right. Let's and try we and also this. ask. The rhetorical, what's this world coming to? Dot com, baby. Yeah, that's our podcast. What's this world coming to? Dot com. Tom and Mike.